Hello, my name is Susanna Flores, and this is my podcast called Susie's Circle. Um, so, as I said, my name is Susanna. Um, you guys can call me Susie just because it's very much easier to remember. Um, so, this first episode is just going to be uh, me introducing myself. I'm just going to be talking about my interests, my age, what I like to do all that just because I think it's a good way to start off the podcast so you guys can kind of get a feel of my vibe and you guys can see what to be expecting from my show. So I am 20 years old. Um, I am a Libra. My birthday is in October and I am starting this podcast because honestly at first it was out of boredom and I really really wanted to do something that I could like put my energy into and use as a really really good distraction because um, I do suffer from um, mental illnesses and so I think this is going to be a great way for me to be able to you know channel my energy into something positive and be able to do something that you know could possibly help other people I don't know if you really will find my podcast interesting but I really do hope you do because I think this is something that is really going to help me and I hope it helps other people um so on this podcast I'm going to be just I don't want to make it one theme because I feel like that is going to restrict myself from a lot of things that I can talk about so I'm going to be trying to do, um, you know, mental health podcast. It could be an advice. I re- People always tell me I'm really good at giving advice. So I think that's something I really, really um, enjoy doing. So I think that's going to be like something I'm going to be doing a lot on here. Um, I would love to talk about, you know, just a bunch of random different things. I'm very open to you guys um, giving me you know, requests. I am very open-minded. So if you guys would like a certain topic for me to talk about, um, you know, I'll do my research and I'll, I'll see what, what comes up. And I would really enjoy you guys to, you know, give me feedback or, you know, tell me what I should do better because I've never, ever worked on a podcast or I barely just started listening to podcasts. And so I'm very, very new to this. So it would be very helpful for you guys to, you know, give me some tips or tricks because I am just starting out and this is going to be my first time ever doing something like this. I tried to do a YouTube channel and (laughs) the editing, it's it kind of sucks when you don't have a Mac computer because editing on your phone is very, very difficult, at least for me personally. So it is very difficult if you don't have the certain type of software to edit a YouTube video for you to get it the way you want. I'm kind of a perfectionist, so I really do want my videos to come out a certain way, but I just couldn't do it with the tools that I had. So I kind of just gave up on it for now, and maybe I will go back to it eventually, but it's not something that I can do right now. And a podcast, I feel like, is much a little more simpler because, you know, you I don't have to edit videos, and I do have a software that I can edit my podcast. So I'm very excited for this because I think it is something that I'll be able to accomplish if I really set my mind to it so I'm really looking forward to see how this is going to come out because um first of all I don't have to show my face (laughs) because I don't have to get done up and look a certain way like I can just literally be in my pajamas doing my podcast so it's very um 
it's very exciting because this is a whole new world that I'm being introduced to and it's something that I'm really looking forward to because I love talking. I'm I may have anxiety, but I really do love talking. I love talking about different things. I love giving people advice. I love getting to know people, you know, talking about my interests and other people's interests. And I feel like this could be a really great way for me to explore my strengths, if that makes sense. And so, um, yeah, that's what this podcast is definitely going to be about. I am, like I said, I'm very open minded to your guys's requests. So if you guys have any ideas for my podcast, please, please just let me know. Um, I'm going to be putting my uh, social media somewhere in this. I haven't decided if I'm going to upload this on Spotify or not, but I'll definitely try to get my information somewhere for you guys to have access to. Um, But yeah, that's basically what I plan on doing with this podcast. Um... So the other thing I did want to talk about as well is just who I am as a person. Um, I I don't really like talking about myself because I'm very self-conscious and I don't like sounding conceited. So I definitely try to minimize that about myself. But, you know, <laughs> I'm introducing myself, so I kind of have to talk about myself. So, um a lot of I, based off of what people have told me my personality is very chill a lot of people like to tell me i'm very understanding um i've had people tell tell me i'm very caring um creative i do like art and i do like doing writing my own poetry um i never showed anyone my poetry mostly because it's very very personal and I just don't feel comfortable yet. But maybe, maybe one day I'll, I'll come out with it and, you know, show people what I've written. Personally, I think it fucking sucks because, <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, on top of it, I love using cuss words. So sorry, mom, if you listen to this and hear a few cuss words because I'm about to be 21 years old. I think I'm allowed to cuss now. But, um, yeah, I just am a very... I'm a hermit. (laughs) I don't ever leave my house unless it's for, you know, grocery shopping or, you know, needing to buy shampoo. So I um, I'm a homebody. I don't really leave my house. I have like one friend, like maybe two friends. One of them I rarely see. And the other one is just uh, she's considered family. She's not even my friend. She's family. She's my sister. And I just got in contact with another one. And so in total, I probably have like about three friends. I have some acquaintances, but that's a whole different story. Um, yeah, I just really like to be that shoulder you can cry on, basically. And I know that's not very healthy. And I know that's not very a good way to live life but I care deeply about other people's emotions I consider myself an empath because I can just feel people's pain sometimes like when someone's angry or frustrated or sad or even happy like I can feel it and for the longest time I never understood what it was I thought I was just I am a sensitive person but I genuinely thought there was something wrong with me until you know, I started doing my own research and realizing like, oh, like there's a word for this. You're an empath. Like you can feel what other people are feeling. And then that's when you kind of are able to distinct their emotions and yours. And you're able to to 
understand who you are and who they are and so when I finally realized what it meant to be an empath it just it broadened my view so much and it just made me realize like okay I'm not angry they are I'm not sad they are you know you make that distinction between your emotions and theirs so it was very um enlightening to finally learn that um I'm an empath so that definitely opened a lot of doors for me regarding my spirituality um my spirituality is just that I I'm very spiritual I don't really follow one religion I consider myself an omniist um if you guys don't know what that is it's basically I believe there's truth in all religions but not that one religion is the truth if that makes sense like basically you know I believe there's a god but not in the way that Christianity sees it or you know the way that um Muslims see it or the way that Catholicism sees it I believe there is a higher being that created this universe and this planet and all of us but in order for my mind to comprehend it I call it God so that's how I believe in I guess the universe in this world and I really do hope you guys respect my spirituality as I respect others that's literally what an omniist is I respect all religions if that's what you want to believe in if that's what you choose to live your life by good for you I'm so happy you found something that you could dedicate your life to that's a beautiful thing so definitely um I'm definitely very open-minded so I hope you guys can be the same way towards me um but yeah I'm just starting on spirituality I have actually taken a break from it multiple times because I have been through a lot of things in my life and there's just been points and times where I could not put my all into it in the way that I would like um my mental health I think is something that's very very important to me um just for the sake of you guys getting to know me I do suffer from depression anxiety and PTSD um I have suffered it my whole life and it is something that has recently came out to the people I love and the people around me and I think it's something that I've dealt with for so long that it felt so normal you know like I feel like when you're dealing with your mental illness it feels almost like almost like you are dealing with a friend almost like you're dealing with someone you've known for so long someone you've known your entire life and it's like someone you've kept hidden someone that you kept hidden within yourself and it's like you've been fighting these battles and you've been dealing with these issues and these problems and these thoughts and these emotions and then to finally let it out and finally tell the people around you like hey I'm depressed hey I'm anxious like you're just like whoa like you have a realization like okay this is not in my head anymore like this is out in the universe it's out of your body it's like almost like an out-of-body experience because it's like you are just realizing that this is your truth and this is what you're going through so to finally talk to my family about it and to really sit down and have a conversation about what was happening with me definitely definitely helped my mental health because now I don't have to hide anymore you know like you feel open you feel understood even if they don't understand you still feel seen and for my whole childhood I was mostly alone like that's just the truth I was mostly alone I mean I had two older sisters my mom was always around she 
always had clothes on our back and food on the table like we were taken care of but my two older sisters were closer in age so naturally they would you know go out together had the same friends had the same interest and me being my little eight-year-old self playing with Polly Pockets like what was I supposed to do like I was mostly just left alone in the room with my toys and my little tv shows and I was alone so I had a very big imagination and I took care of myself I was very emotionally independent and mentally independent because I had really had no one telling me like hey what's going on hey like are you feeling like this like and it's no one's fault like I don't blame anybody for that because you know life turned out the way that it did and I feel like going through those types of things made me stronger so I feel like you know everything has a cause that's something I learned in therapy today it's better saying that than everything happens for a reason everything has a cause something caused something else so it's it caused a lot of stress yes it caused a lot of anxiety of course but it made me stronger it made me into the person that I am today and you know I'm not by any means better I am better than where I was a couple months ago but I have to constantly constantly be working on myself and it is tiring and it is not for the faint of heart and it's made me understand why people fall to addiction to drugs to alcohol to you know self-harm to you know adrenaline junkies and you know all these people who focus you know workaholics like these people don't know what else to do but turn to their ways of coping and I understand that now I understand what it feels like to not know what to do with yourself or these thoughts that you have and at the end of the day something that I think we all have to realize is that they're just thoughts that's something I never understood until about a month ago like they're just thoughts and we can control our thoughts and we have the power to change our thoughts because our thoughts lead to emotions and our emotions lead to our behaviors. So in order to feel your emotions, in order to fully understand them, you have to be able to control your thoughts. Like you have to be able to have control. And we do, we do have control. And I think that's something that's really, really hard to wrap your head around because it's not something that everyone can just do it's not something that you can just do overnight it's something that you have to learn it's something that you have to grow in it's it's a process and I feel like a lot of people don't want to put in that work they don't want to look in the mirror and see that ugly part of themselves they really don't I did it and I still don't want to I, I avoid the mirrors physically till this day because I don't want to see the person that I've been bearing for so long and a lot of people don't either that's why shadow work is so important in spirituality because it allows you to dig up all that turmoil and pain and darkness to fully understand who you are and a lot of people can't do that a lot of people can't admit that they have these these insecurities these negative thought patterns these uh self-sabotaging behaviors a lot of people don't want to admit that and it's completely understandable that no one wants to admit that because we live our life depending on the things that make us comfortable 
And so in order for us to actually look in the mirror, it takes a lot. So when I was put into a mental hospital about, I would say, what's September? It's going on three months now that I had just gotten out of the hospital. And it was mind boggling to see these other people in there who were just struggling. They were really, really struggling. Like it's crazy how you think like, oh my God, like no one else is struggling the way that I am. No one sees me, no one, you know, whatever, those negative thoughts that you have. And then you go into these hospitals and you see these people who are struggling and who can't wrap their head around the idea of happiness. They just don't understand what that is. They don't know if they could ever attain it because I didn't think I could. I still don't think I could to this day. I am going to have to live with my depression and my anxiety for the rest of my life. And I feel like that's a lot of things. That's something a lot of people don't understand. It's there is no cure for depression, for anxiety. There's only, you know, ways to contain it, ways to control it, ways to manage it. But there is absolutely no cure because it is a chemical imbalance in your brain. It's how you were born. So in order to deal with it, you have to do a lot of admitting to yourself and you have to do a lot of just reflection. And a lot of people refuse to do that. And it's just, it's sad, but it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. So when I was put into the hospital, of course, I was terrified. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know that it was going to change me the way that it did. I now consider myself who's been through a lot of shit. (laughs) Like I didn't, I used to invalidate myself a lot. I used to think that, you know, my problems were small and that I didn't matter and that, you know, just all these uh, invalidating thoughts in my head sorry you guys my dog started going crazy and if you guys heard that I sincerely apologize but um anyways what I was talking about in the mental hospital it's it's a really big eye-opener and I think it's something that not everyone can do I didn't think I was gonna be able to do to do it like I was so it was it was bad like I was I was put in a position where I was, you know, contemplating suicide. Like it was just something that I knew I was at rock bottom. I knew that I had reached a point in my life where it was my lowest. And in order for me to start climbing, I had to be honest about everything that has happened to me. And, you know, it was ugly. It was ugly. I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to accept it. But radical acceptance means you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to be okay with it, but you have to accept it for what it is and embracing it for what it is. And I feel like that is tremendous and it's enlightening in so many ways that people who don't do it will never understand. And it's something you can't explain to someone. And it's not something that you can make someone understand unless they are willing to understand it. And it was just amazing. It was an amazing experience, not in a positive way, but in a way 
that I think it was something that I needed to go through. It was, it was eye-opening. That's the best way I can describe my experience. It was just, wow. <laughs> That's the, the best way I can describe it. It was, it changed my life for sure. And I've, I really hope I never have to go back because not only was it an experience I needed, it was traumatic. I, you know, sometimes I wake up in the mornings and still think I'm in that hospital. I still think I'm wearing that gown. I still think I'm in that freezing cold room. Like it was, it was life changing. So I think mental health is something that definitely a lot of people, you know, don't want to admit. I know in my past friendships, a lot of people didn't understand me. A lot of people didn't understand what I was going through. Like, my friendships in high school, like, I would tell them what's going on, and they'd be like, oh, my God, like, are you okay? Like, you know, they they, they acted like they cared to make themselves feel better, if that makes sense. You know, they probably did care. You know, I'm not saying that they didn't, but in order for them to feel like they were a good person, that's why they said those comforting things that they said. So I feel like and I feel like a lot of people do that without even realizing it. Like a lot of people are like, okay, well, she's telling me this. So I should say this. Like, no, I want your honest opinion. That way I know where we stand in our connection and our relationship. <laughs> like, I don't want no sugarcoating bullshit. I don't want your fake ass lies. Like, I don't appreciate lies. Honesty is one of my biggest um values. And if you're if you don't care, just say you don't care. That way I can go about living my life and be honest about how other people view me. Like, don't sit here and say that you care and then just disappear. You know, like it's it's not it's a waste of time and it's a waste of energy for both of us. Like, if you don't care, just say you don't care. So you people who do suffer from mental illness don't have to be like oh my god they actually do care about me like I can come to these people and then in a year or two you're not even friends with that person anymore so it's like what the hell is going on with these people who are not honest like I, that's just a completely different subject that we could definitely get into if you guys are more interested about that but um yeah I had past friendships that just did not work out because you know, there was other reasons as well, just big reasons as to why those friendships didn't work out. But when I went back and actually paid attention to the little things, it's like they weren't listening to me and they weren't listening to what I had to say. You know, I was cutting myself and I was, you know, doing things that was crying. I was crying for help. And these people were just like oh you shouldn't do that or you know that's not a good idea or like oh you should like you shouldn't do that are you okay like no bitch obviously I'm not okay I'm not doing well like but at the end of the day it's just a full circle it's a never-ending circle and what it always comes back to is you you're the one who has to take the initiative you're the one who has to step up and be like enough is enough you can't depend on other people to sit here and tell you what you need to do because no matter what it all comes back to you your choice to get help is what is going to make you feel better and sitting here and depending on other people and thinking that if people you know sit here and carry your own happiness for you 
if you think that's going to make you feel better, it's not. Because the minute that they drop it, what are you going to do then? It's a never-ending cycle of disappointment. So I finally made the decision to get my depressed ass up and cry out for help by myself. And I had to do it on my own, completely alone. No one was there for me when I was in that hospital except my family. My family was the only one that counted on me to do the right thing. And I knew what I had to do and I did it. So that was probably one of the things that made me stronger. And now I don't need anybody besides my family. And I was never a big family person. And I'm not talking about family, like, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins. I mean, of course, I love my aunts and my uncles and my cousins. But my immediate family, like sisters, mom, brothers, they were the ones who were there for me. They were the ones who counted on me to do what was right. And I did. I did do it. You want to know why? Because I had to. Because if I didn't, no one else was going to do it for me. And that was one of the biggest realizations that I had I had this year. And it sucked. <laughs> it wasn't a positive experience. It wasn't something I enjoyed. It wasn't something that I would recommend for anybody else. But it is something that needed to happen. And it was something that I had to endure. And you know what? I'm not happy that I did, but I'm glad what the outcome was. And it is something that I realize every single day. So it is definitely very, very hard living with mental illnesses. It's your entire life it feels like it feels like you you know you wake up in the morning and that's like one of the first things that pops in your head like damn I'm depressed (laughs) like you're not just like one of these other kids like on social media is like oh I'm depressed my boyfriend broke up with me or I'm depressed like my mom didn't give me money to go here like no I'm depressed like I don't want to be here I want to die depressed like it's it's crazy when you wake up and think about it And, you know, it's kind of glorified these days, mental health. It's like people sit here and like, oh, I'm so anxious. I have a test today. I'm so anxious. I have to talk to my boyfriend. Like, no, bitch, I'm anxious because I can't order by myself at fucking McDonald's. Like, I can't fucking have a conversation with my mom. Like, I can't do certain things. Like, I can't, I can barely leave my house. I can't go to the store by myself because... I am scared that everyone is laughing and looking at me when in reality, nobody gives a fuck about me. Like, no one cares what I'm doing, what I'm at the store for. Like, that's what it just really boils down to. But I can't help it. I cannot control it, which is why I take medication. A lot of people don't agree with medication, and I completely understand. But do not judge people who are on medication. It is their decision, and it is what helps them. I, it just irks my nerves when people are so super and against medication they don't even give it a shot like just be open-minded to it like i understand you want to do it the natural way go ahead that is your decision but for some people just like me the natural way didn't work meditation smoking weed drinking tea you know exercise none of that helped me none of that did shit for me if anything it made me more depressed because it wasn't working like It was just a lot of bullshit that I went through because I was avoiding what I really needed to do. So 
don't judge people for their ways of dealing with their own shit is basically what I am trying to say because not everyone is the same. Everybody's different. So in order for people to cope in the way that they need to, they ignore everybody else's opinion. So giving your opinion doesn't really matter at this point. Um, yeah, I think I went on a perfect little rant right now. Um, that's basically my take on mental illness. That's basically how I feel about it. If you don't agree with it, that's perfectly fine. I am not going to disagree on disagreeing. I agree to disagree. So I think that, you know, having different opinions is great. It creates conversation. It creates, you know, (laughs) entertainment, honestly. But, um, I'm definitely, mental illness is definitely not the only thing I'm going to be talking about in this podcast. I really, really want to give advice to people and I really hope people will actually hear what I have to say and I understand if people don't, you know, who am I to be giving advice, but um, I really like to help people. So if you guys have anything you want to talk about or have anything you would like me to talk about, please just ask and I will do it because I'm just starting out and I need topics to talk about. So, um, yeah, I think I have reached the end of this podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if I ramble too much, I'm sorry. That happens when I'm nervous. This is my first episode, so I'm extremely anxious, but I think it went pretty well. Um, I think it's a good amount of time and I hope you guys have made it to the end. If you did, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to try to link my Instagram somewhere wherever I post this. I'm going to be posting on my social media. So if you, if my followers that I have, please share this. Please share this with other people. That way my, my content can get out there because I really, really enjoy doing this. And, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll be here and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.